Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready for a totally different conversation? What do horses know that we have never considered before? Are you willing to find out? Welcome to Horses Talk, We Listen, where we explore a different kind of partnership between horses and people. Brought to you by the worldwide facilitators of Conscious Horse, Conscious Rider. Hello and welcome to Horses Talk, We Listen. And uh, I'm your host for today, Amanda Holland, with my co-host, Simone Padua. And we have a really cool uh, conversation we're about to have with a really cool guest. So um, our topic for today is contributing to horse bodies. So one of the things I love about Conscious Horse, Conscious Rider and, and the facilitators of the class is that they're always like, bring your problem horses to us. Bring the ones that you, you can't handle. Bring the ones that have got like the problems and the, the physical stuff and the behavioral stuff and, and let's see what we can change. Um, now, I have a guest who isn't a conscious horse, conscious rider facilitator today, um, but he has worked with horses a lot. Uh, and what our guest does, and I will tell you his name, is Dr. Andrew Gardella. Welcome, Andrew. Hi, everyone. Um, what what you do, uh, Dr. Andrew, is that you do energetic synthesis of structural embodiment, or SE for short, because that is a mouthful. But it is this amazing, um, I guess, bodywork toolkit that you can use on all kinds of bodies, but works really, really well with horse bodies. So, um, so a little bit of interesting uh, history here is that many moons ago that conscious horse and se used to kind of be taught together but they've become such uh i guess big things on their own that they've since sort of parted ways and are doing their own are doing their own thing and are following their own uh paths and have sort of taken on different energies of their own so it's really great to catch up with you andrew and see what's what's happening in the world of se and to talk about how we can actually contribute to horse bodies in all kinds of different ways so that was me. Now I've taken a breath. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so um, let's get started. Um, I know Simone was super keen to like talk about mm-hmm. this stuff. Let's talk about, well, Andrew, could you just tell us a little bit about how you would describe Essie to someone on the street who's never heard of it? Yeah. So Essie is, besides the name, that doesn't make sense. Uh, I like to, SE is a form of body work that works with the fascial system of the body. And so the fascial, if you don't know it, is all the connective tissue of the body. So the tendons, the ligaments, and all of that stuff. And then there's just stuff called connective tissue. But the fascial system makes all of that up. And it's what supports the weight of your body and gives your body mm. strength. We're often taught that it's the bones that support the weight of the body. That's- wow. So I've got a question right off the bat with that. Um, Okay. um, Because a lot of the time, you know, growing up, we would, you know, when you were looking to buy a horse, particularly if you were jumping or doing 
um, a, a sport with your horse that was high concussion, we would often look at, you know, does the horse have good bone? And I had a thoroughbred that was, you know, really skinny and, and, and we wouldn't jump her very high just because there was this issue of concussion and we didn't want to basically wear her out or break her. Um, using her in a quote unquote inappropriate way. And when you talk about the, the fascial system being the support, it makes me go, what? what's going on? So can you talk a bit more about that kind of work, like that kind of sport yeah. with concussion? Yeah. Well, I mean, so obvious, like, I don't really, I, I, I'm not a, an avid rider, of course. So some of this is, is a little bit out of my scope, at least in terms of horses, but I used to wrestle for a very long time. So yeah. that's like a high force, you know, there's mm-hmm. lots of forces coming at your body. And yeah. so what we talk about with the fascial system is, it's kind of, it's able to absorb those forces and distribute them throughout the system. So, so the, the one of the easiest examples of, of what this looks like that we see in everyday life and in the world is like a suspension bridge. Okay. So the suspension, suspension bridges, you have these, these metal cables and you mm-hmm. also have kind of the more rigid things like the cement and the concrete, I, I mean the concrete and the steel. Mm-hmm. So the concrete in the steel would be like your bones, but those don't actually hold the bridge up. What's holding the bridge up is the tension distributed across all of the cables. Mm-hmm. And so when, when a horse comes at those, those bridges or anything and the tension, like the system's intact and it, it's sound, it can mm-hmm. just distribute those forces. You know, a wind comes and the, the bridge moves a little bit, but it doesn't break any of the, the cement doesn't crack, you know, obviously there's no structural deformation of the bridge. Right. So the same is true with your body. When the system's functioning properly and it's able to distribute the forces throughout itself, that there's, there's nothing that, that it's deformed or the body has to compensate for. It can just kind of let it pass through it or distribute right. it out. Um, and so Ooh. this, the, well, go ahead. Well, I'm just thinking like, so you're talking about like when the, when the system is sound and, and everything is sort of working correctly, um, and maybe you're getting to this already and I'm jumping ahead. Um, but like, so what is it that causes that system to no longer like work properly? Like, do you have an example mm-hmm. of where you, with a person or a horse where you could see that, that that fascial system wasn't working correctly or there was something that was inhibiting it? this is where I love because before access, I worked with the fascial system. I learned all about like, um, you know, there's various names for it. There's myofascial release or there's working on the connective tissue, soft tissues of the body. Uh, And there's all these different ways of doing it and these theories of how to work with it. Mm -hmm. And the great thing is I came back because you'd work on these people and sometimes you couldn't get it to change. Right. And you'd be mm-hmm. like, well, I did it. It wasn't like the technique wasn't properly applied. So what is it that keeps bodies from not changing? Mm-hmm. And you come to access and access says your point of view creates your reality. Mm-hmm. So it's whether, you know, we have these points of views from wherever we got them, whether we picked them up or bought them or we just came to them. And all of a sudden that starts to change the way the body's able to function because all of a sudden the body has to deal with these points of Mm-hmm. And then you, you add on top of that injuries and traumas and concussive forces 
you know, for repeated things, and all of a sudden the body's able to deal with it and it keeps dealing with it as long as it can until, you know, then you really can't deal with it. And we see things like we see greater scale injuries, you know, like these bone the breaks in the bone or like sprains and strains and stuff like that. Hmm. So it can be just as simple as that. Like if a, like a horse owner, you know, like for, for instance, me, like, I mean, somebody said to me, Oh, well, you know, your thoroughbred cannot, you know, cannot jump these big jumps. If I had then yeah. continued with that point of view and jumped her on those large jumps, it is a possibility that she she would have responded to my projections. Is that is that? Yeah, kind of exactly. How? Yeah. So I, I mean, and the name of the show you guys are doing is "Horses Talk, We Listen." So did yeah. you ask your horse? <laughs> you know, no. did you say, "Hey, do, do you want to jump? Like, is your body okay with jumping?" Yeah, I, I get now that she would have been fine with it. Um, I wasn't that excited about jumping that high. <laughs> well, then, you know, you're perfect. You you got what you needed. Oh, see, I can't Absolutely. jump. She's too small. Her oh, bone darn. density isn't good. Yeah, rats. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, yeah. So, the, actually, it's so cool that you guys are talking about that because I really, one of my first... Um, like I actually forgot to actually say to people that Andrew, your um, background is as a chiropractor, um, mm-hmm. even though I do have it in the blurb. So I'm re- like, I was really curious because I actually learned too. Um, there's a technique that's quite popular in Australia and, um, and other places called Bowen therapy, which is all about mm-hmm. working on the fascia, uh, working with the fascia and, and, um, and some of the lymph system and stuff as well. But um, that's kind of where I was introduced to working um, working with fascia as well. But like you said, and, and there are all these other different techniques, so it was really succinct how you put that, that the difference with access is it, it, it has that energy about, you know, your point of view. So you look at it in a much more mm-hmm. um, holistic sort of way. And I was wondering... Um, I was just wondering too, like in the way of, I mean, in the way that you learn things, like when you go to chiropractic school, that's like years and years and years of study. I just had a friend who graduated (laughs) and it was like, it consumed his life for about five years. And with Essie, um, it's a different kind of experience learning that. So can you, and, and for someone who, like I've sort of dabbled in a bit of body work, I wouldn't, I've never sort of done like a five-year degree or anything. So what, like, can you talk a little bit about, like if you wanted to actually learn this to contribute to horse mm-hmm. bodies, like what does it actually like take? Do you have to be like have a chiropractic background, like, or can you actually contribute to horse bodies with, yeah. you know, yeah, with just taking a messy class? Cool. Yeah, I, I, um, well, I think my education definitely gives some advantages in working on things, you know, just because it's a choice I made, and you know, I spent three mm-hmm. and a half years working on bodies, learning about. To come to an SE class, there like the, the intro class, there's there's two different kind of tracks in SE. There's SE for bodies and SE for horses. So we have a two day class that's for bodies and you learn how to work on people bodies. And there's a two day class for horses called SE SE. I think it's SE for horses, or I at least call it SE for horses to differentiate it. Body, the people body. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, because you just say assy and no one knows. 
And then there's also a four-day class that's taught um, with Susie and either myself or Glenna Rice that's called SE Extravaganza. And it's where we have the horses and people. So we learned, you learn to work on the horses and people at the same time over the four days. And we kind of do some cool stuff with the horses. And um, it's really amazing. Uh, you know, you just get to play and you, you, we have like the tables and in the arena and stuff and let the horses walk around at Liberty some of the time. And so you just get to see these interesting things with the horses and what they actually have. Mm-hmm. And, and back to the other thing I wanted to add to what you were saying about the different techniques and what's different about Essie is, well, and what's different about access is really we, we look at asking questions. So I don't approach like working on a horse or a person's body from, oh, this is what's wrong with you. I go to the horse. So what's going on? Is this actually what's mm-hmm. wrong with you? Um, is there a problem? And half the, some of the time the horse is like, no. And you're like, well, okay, do you want to change this? And it's like, oh, yeah, like, you can fix that for me, though. <laughs> but the owner has this problem, like, it's a problem or something. Or the horses are so funny because, and, and like, I haven't worked on horses a, a lot prior to my experiences with Effie and going to the classes with Susie. But the, I was just amazed, like, my first class, I'd done body work for you know, four years or five years, maybe, maybe even longer than that. And I started working on these horses and I was like so amazed because they just would change a lot easier than working on people. And <laughs> I was also amazed as I would put my hands on the spot where the horse would tell me and then they'd start to move into it or they'd lean against you or they'd be like, you know, they'd like give you some sign that are like, oh, that's good. And then if you weren't doing the right thing, they would walk away. And I was like, you can do that. You can walk away when someone's touching you the way you don't want to be touched. <laughs> I know and they get away with it because they're animals but like when you're a person it's like well that's rude you can't do that yeah, I know like... I was like <laughs> you're a horse yeah. you have advantages yeah yeah I know that's what yeah that's you know and that's what I talk about too often with um it's with conscious horse classes when you, you're doing, I mean, you're not doing SE work, um, like mm-hmm. the structural sort of work, but you are doing different body processes and hands-on stuff with the horses. And it's true, like that when they're done, they're done. Or if they don't want it there mm-hmm. or whatever, they will just turn and walk away. And it's a great way to learn, like when you're being a body worker, to learn, like, I guess, to hone your skills on following the energy as well. And oh, trying, it's totally different. It's things. a totally different way of looking at it too. Because yeah. just whether it's SE or conscious horse, conscious rider, it's just amazing the gift horses can be. Because I was mm. like, that changed totally how I looked at body work and and just how I looked at myself receiving body work in you know five seconds. Then went, wait, you can walk away, and the horse just yeah. walked away. And like <laughs> the horse didn't go, I'm wrong for walking away. It just walked away. <laughs> yeah, and I was like. Wait, what just happened here? I don't know yeah. why, but my mind's been blown by this horse. <laughs> and I think that's the cool thing. Um, whether yeah. it's SE or conscious horse, there's like the gift horses can be in just facilitating you to greater awareness and yeah. facilitating you to changes is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, and that that total gift of choosing for you without judgment like you could say you know yeah. it just walks away it doesn't go well you're crap I'm leaving it's just like <laughs> it's like no 
and it's not a judgment on them. It's not a judgment on you. Yeah. And, and I'm like, wow, if, if people could uh, function, if people were willing to function that way, we'd save a lot of time and a yeah. lot of like, <laughs> drama yeah. about a lot of things. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just oh, curious. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I, I've noticed this, like, my body and horses are very similar in like I've been on a date when you talk about you know horses if they don't want to be touched they just walk away and I remember being on this date with this guy and and he went to touch me and my body moved like I didn't think body move my body was like "Mm -mm." (laughs) (laughs) and and so can you talk a little bit more about that like like because like talking to your body and 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 being with a horse are very similar like I don't really know what my question is but I guess there's something here that you know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I, I, I guess it's like whether it's, you know, your body, we're taught that it's just so funny because we're, we're brought up in civilized society, so we're not supposed to be animals in a way. Yeah. But, but it's like your body has this, it is, it's an animal in a way. You, yeah. If you know what I'm saying, although yeah. that doesn't, it's not totally accurate, but I can't remember the word I'm actually looking for. So it, it does like create itself like any of these animal bodies way you know it knows what works for it and it doesn't work for it and it doesn't have these points of views about oh i have to do this because or i'm if i don't do this i'm wrong it's like all of our points of views that actually create that right and the horses are the same way and i'm just i'm still constantly amazed because you know like you said they're done with body work or they don't want to be touched they're like no bye (laughs) (laughs) and like you can ask them in the classes and you can say hey are you sure and they'll say maybe, or, you know, they'll like, okay, well, now I'm interested. So what do you got going on? And yeah. and then, but it's always up to them and their choice. And when they're done, they're done. And it's just it. Yeah. And it's also amazing how much uh, they're willing to contribute in a way. So mm. they'll just let you work on them. You're like, well, can I learn this or something? And it's just kind of like our body, because your, your body's going along for the ride, you know? It doesn't yeah. really have a, have a choice. You're like, I'm going to eat this, even though I'm not asking my body. Or I'm going to go out on a date with this guy, <laughs> even though I'm not asking my body. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so often our horses go along for us with the ride anyways, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then when they start doing things that we quote unquote are saying are stupid, like your body starts getting sick or it does things like, mm. you know, like if that happened to, to someone without the access tools, if they just like reacted and went away, they wouldn't go, oh, obviously my body doesn't want to be touched by this person. They'd go, why did I do that? What's wrong with me? Am I like yeah. having a seizure or like, <laughs> yeah. and it's the same way with the horses because so oftentimes you have these behavioral difficulties that mm-hmm. aren't actually what's going on for the horses or they're just something that we're energetically asking of them that we have no mm-hmm. idea we're asking them. Yeah. It's like, I actually have a funny story. So I, in chiropractic school, like the last year or a year and a half, I moved out. Um, I went to school in uh, just south of Daytona Beach, Florida. Mm-hmm. So they have a lot of open areas there, and they have actually a, a lot of horse riding and, and ranches and stuff like that just off the beach inland. So I actually moved out to a horse ranch. They had about 40 or 50 paint and quarter horses Wow. on the ranch. So it was cool. I, I mean, the energy of it was just nice. And you had horses all around. They were, you know, lots of fun. But the one time they had a, um, what is it, a, a colt. It's a, a young horse is a colt? Yeah. Well, it, right. yeah, it's 
Yeah, it's a foal usually. A foal, that's what it is. Yeah. Um, so they, 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 uh, the mother and the foal were at liberty walking around like the entire area, including my apartment where it was. Cool. <laughs> um, so, so I'd park the car and they'd come out and like, I'd see them. And so I was, I, you know, occasionally I'd come over and pet the foal and say hi. And then I was just, I don't know what I was asking for, but I was asking something about asking my body to make me aware of things I could change or do different. And the one day the foal came over and just walked across my toe. And I was like, oh, like it was just blatant. Like I was just standing there and knew where my foot was. And it just like walked across it. Just, I was like, what the heck? And I went, oh, I did ask for this, didn't I? And I was like, yep. And I'm like, okay. And I asked some questions and like my foot didn't hurt or anything. And it changed something for my, for my foot. It just in an awareness of how I was putting my weight that I didn't realize. But it was just so funny because it's like it was something that I was asking for, but it didn't show up anything like I expected, you know? Yep. <laughs> and, and another time that happened in an Essie extravaganza class, I was there. And this horse was a little difficult, and it was being difficult with people. And so I was like, oh, okay, I'll work on it. And he was nipping at people and everything. And I was like, oh, I don't have a point of view. I'll just go work on them. And I started working on him. And then he actually bit me in the back between the shoulder blades. Ooh. And I was like, what? And he didn't, it wasn't very a hard bite, but it was, you know, it was definitely, I mean, they can bite when they bite. You definitely notice it, you know? And I was like, what the heck? You bit me. I was like, you're I'm like, and I wanted to get angry, but then I was actually looking at it. And then again, it was, it was, it was actually him contributing to me in a way. Um, I don't even really remember but I was just looking at it I was like okay as soon as I looked at that that energy and what was asked some questions I was like oh wow this is interesting he actually contributed to something changing in my body okay but and I was like talking like looking on the horse a little bit more and you're like oh like well he was just looking to contribute but he just doesn't have this you know he doesn't have a concept of that it's wrong to bite people or anything like that (laughs) that's right you just do whatever it takes yeah, yeah, but but he would be, you know, outside of, like, these classes and stuff, or just some people, you're like, oh, well, he's biting, this is wrong, like, it's a bad behavior, we got to fix this and everything. And actually, over the course of the three days, he, he really changed a lot in how he's biting people and getting it. But I was just like, oh, okay, there's, it, it's just kind of odd, in a way, because we look mm-hmm. at it like, there's a problem, but it's actually not a problem. Yeah. It's just this different possibility. Yeah. And that, yeah. And not having a point of view actually allows it to change. Like, I don't know about you guys, but if you've ever noticed in your life, like things that you might've been judged for or you judge yourself for, and then you start hanging around with horses or people who don't have a point of view and suddenly there's a lot more space and to choose, uh, you know, to choose what, what, would work for you and you can keep choosing that or you can change it, but it suddenly becomes less of yeah. an issue to change something. It just becomes a choice. Yeah. Really beautiful. <clears throat> well, and I've noticed something, too, like, go ahead, go on. You've got to, you've oh. got to, I was going to take a little ad break. I was like, I think we should have a little ad break. Um, but so can you like, can you like, like keep that question like, and keep I've us got on it. the fence? Until yes. we get back. 
Okay, yeah. so we're just going to take a, a couple of minutes break here on Horses Talk We Listen and we'll be right back. I can't wait to hear what's my necessary. What if you really do change molecules by your interaction with them? What if the change you've been looking for is right before your eyes? What if the uncomfortableness that comes with difference could be fun? What if the closed-minded people of the world no longer determined our world? What if gratitude trumps judgment every time? What if your kindness healed the world? What if the earth is asking for your help? And what if you had the resources to give it? This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Picasso, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Aristotle all knew to be true. Hi, my name is Dane here. Thirteen years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. What if there are no dumb questions, or any question too large? What if you being you are the gift and the change this world requires? Is now the time? For more questions to create a change in your world, sign up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. My gift to you, beingyouclass.com. Did you know Conscious Horse Conscious Rider clinics are facilitated throughout the world? You can find a listing on accessconsciousness.com. Upcoming clinics include this weekend coming up July 15th in Ireland with Nikki. July 16th in Arizona with Beth and Tamara. July 16th in Montana with Jackie. August 7th in Cochrane, Alberta with Ashley. August 27th in Denmark with Hanny. September 3rd, you can go to Unity, Saskatchewan with Armina. September 10th, we'll be in Cormac, Ontario with Armina. September 17th, you can fly to Germany and hang out with Ashley. August 1st, we'll be in Anchorage, Anchorage, Alaska with Armina. And also August 1st, Denver, Colorado with Hanny. Come and play and bring your horse. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run, assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result, cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a Bars session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a Bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? Welcome back to the show, Horses Talk We Listen, and we're here today talking with Dr. Andrew Gardella about contributing to horse bodies and uh, the energetic synthesis of structural embodiment. I just have to laugh, guys, because I seriously, I played an ad that must have been made from like last year about upcoming clinics, but I didn't know oh, no. that I was going to say all that stuff. <laughs> I'm like, right, that one has to come off the list. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Okay, cool. So anyway, technical difficulties. Back to the show. (laughs) I guess one of my my questions or or realizations for myself, and I'd love to hear what what you guys have seen is like, 
spending time with, with horses and, and their bodies, like I've noticed I have less, I don't know if it's tolerance or just more of a demand is my sense in my world of, of creating more space where I have fun people to hang out with. I have, you know, fun jobs to do or, or things to create in my life. Whereas when I spent less time with them, like I, I had more of a, like I could sort of, I could ignore, do you know what I mean? Do you see where I'm going? <laughs> no, what happened to Andrew? I'm here. Sorry. Okay. Oh, he's oh. Here. <laughs> I muted myself during the break, and then I realized I wasn't muted during the. I was still muted. Well, oh, good. I'm glad I'm not the only technically deceived. I didn't. I didn't want to interrupt that. Your, you know, your your commercial break. That wasn't really relevant, anyways. nothing to do with the topic but you know the crazy thing is I can't replay those clips when it's not live in the studio it when it's like I'm not on live I can't just go and listen to them so now at least I know it's there I can get rid of it <laughs> anyway <laughs> a bit divergent but anyway let's just go back to Simone and her intolerance of stupid people is that what we were talking about? <laughs> definitely that's a huge part of it but she's not calling you stupid. She's no. just talking about stupid people. No. I'm just here to provide the entertainment. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. Yeah. So I want, like, yeah, I wonder about that. Like, is it a demand or is it just like how, uh, as our level of awareness of things grows, we just need our allowance to, uh, to catch yeah. up? Yeah. And I just noticed that there's a, there's less sort of tolerance for, choosing things that aren't actually contributing if you know what I mean or people that aren't actually contributing uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, well uh, actually that sort of brings me back around to like when we were talking about like the contribution that horses were uh, horses are and you know how you were saying Andrew that horses are willing like if we're you know we, maybe we're not being like perfect and stuff but they're they are willing to work with us and do things for us even if it's, um, you know, without a, without a point of view. And I, I sort of wonder, it's like, um, it's like that difference between actually being willing to choose what really works for you and then also being willing to have the allowance for things yeah. uh, that show up, like, you know, people and things that show up. And, I mean, you see horses, like, in these classes who have made choices that aren't, that aren't really working for them. Yeah. Um, and and through the access tools and actually like asking a question and opening a door to a different possibility, they have a different choice. So I guess we're all like really, including the horses and the people, we're all doing the best we can with the tools we have. Mm-hmm. And then, then there's these other awesome, you know, these really other awesome tools um, like Conscious yeah. Horse and Essie where we can actually contribute to changing things beyond I guess the point of view that a lot of people have that you can't, that this is something that can't change. Like I, I was just trying to think, um, I know that Glenna, um, who also, um, like you mentioned her earlier. Um, so Glenna mm-hmm. Rice and Susie Godsey and yourself, um, facilitate these SE classes. And, um, I remember Glenna putting up a picture of a, 
like a horse who had an injury on its leg and it was basically it was really really bad like and they were like well we're going to oh, have to like put gosh. this horse yeah, down was, we had that was actually oh my gosh I I forgot about um so this we were actually at the SC extravaganza class in uh, Canada it was like the first one we were teaching and this lady had uh, she came to the class and she had a couple of horses but she didn't she brought one of the horses, but she didn't bring the other. She brought the mother, but not the daughter or some, some other way. Either way, these two horses are related. And the one horse wanted to come and it j- tried to jump the fence. Mm. And it got caught on the, the wire fence. And it actually um, was caught there for like a really long time. Like, I guess most of the day until her husband went out and saw. But the horse got caught and it was just under its the front of its leg so it it sawed up into its pack and just like the the front it was a very deep really deep cut and the the vet didn't even really like they they couldn't stitch it up or anything at that point mm-hmm. um and the vet didn't really know like they just washed it out and was like I don't really know if they could do anything because it was you know it was to the point where it was really bad and they were just like uh you know the the vet just washed it out and there's like well they didn't even give it any really medicine or anything because it, it might just not make it. Mm. And she brought it to the class the next day. And we started working on this animal with Essie, which is really funny because you don't think you could do Essie uh, on this kind of stuff. We started working on the areas around it uh, where mm. this gash was. I mean, just so huge. I kept every time it was walking, it was hobbling, basically walking on three legs. And I just thought one time it was going to catch its right front leg which is what was hurt and it was going to follow like the leg was just going to fall up fall off. Oh, oh, and mm-hmm. then it was gonna, like I was just like oh my gosh because this is how deep and how how just big the cut was oh. uh, and in working on the on it with Essie and just all the other access tools you know like the questions and stuff you guys use in conscious horse conscious rider for the horse it started to change and uh, she put started using uh, turpentine and lard I think and putting in the wound and everything um, to keep the horse from biting at it and the flesh from drying out and everything and mm-hmm. a couple months later we saw a picture and and there it healed up the horse had healed up and you know was functioning normally and just are and everything but hmm. it was crazy wow well I, I I've never been around like that much open wound kind of thing and I was like I don't really know if I could we can do anything with this <laughs> yeah you know, it's like, it's like stitches staples super glue kind of thing like and mm. no it was amazing wow so, yeah and I, I would say normally uh well quite often in that situation it would just be like yeah just that's kind of the end for a horse if, especially if they mm. you know you know, like, get those get kind of injuries. Or, yeah. yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. It's over for you. And I, I, was, I remember as, as a kid going, how can that be like you have this whole beautiful horse body and then something like that happens and you're like, that's the end for it? Like, for me, that I was like, yeah. that doesn't make any sense to me, but that's historically um, how, you know, how people yeah, have function break a leg or something like that that was the end Mm -hmm. like yeah yeah Yeah. you you couldn't fix it yeah 
So this yeah. is a like a different, you know, a different um, a different possibility, which is just, to me always very exciting. Yeah, love love different possibilities. Love when you go ch- beyond. You've got choice A or B or sometimes C, and then and then there's like, well, actually, <laughs> there's this whole other universe of stuff. Um, and especially in the, in the world of horses, which can be very, um, you know, um, there are certain I guess kind of streams or views about raising horses or being with horses or wo- working with horses that are very. Um, kind of strict or they think well this is just the way it is or this is how it is mm-hmm. and and then there's horses coming to these kinds of classes time and time again just proving that that isn't necessarily the case well that horse got to go to that class I gotta say like it got itself there oh it <laughs> got itself there. <laughs> which is a miracle in itself really yeah so, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah Cinderella is going to the ball watch me <laughs> I may have just had to, to like almost saw off my front leg, but I'm here. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the things people will do, yeah. or horses will do, to change yeah. realities. Yeah, yeah um, and I, I mean that's part of the amazing too. I was like, oh my gosh. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Absolutely yeah. love it. Oh my goodness! Well, what a cool conversation it's been this morning. Like I really. Um, I'm very, very grateful. I, I'm not actually sure where to go next. I'm, I'm hoping Andrew, you might have yeah. another cool story for us. Or <laughs> I really would, I really would like to talk more actually about like the willingness of horses to contribute, and mm-hmm. maybe like w- with that as well. Because I mean, I think of like when I think of Essie, and I mean like obviously a person can do Essie on another person or on a horse, but it's not like a horse. Well, can they? Oh, you, you said, think like, so? You know, the huh? horse like stepping on your foot, <laughs> oh, right? So I'm like, <laughs> yeah. So and in these, uh, do yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> it's really kind of funny. Uh, we have some great pictures. I don't know where they are uh, from the SE extravaganzas. And you have these horses by the like at usually like the last day of class after we've worked on the horses. People have got more comfortable with working on horses because there's no prereqs for this class. So people can show up that don't know anything about horses or anything about bodies that are just willing to learn whatever they can. So by the end of the last day, usually we, we set the tables up and put the horses in an area, you know, in a pen or an arena, something closed in where the horses can be at liberty and, you know, the people can work on each other and while the horses are walking around. And it's just amazing because, you, like you said, you're like, well, can a horse actually contribute to, to your body and stuff? And the horses walk over and there's so many times where they either go to touch the spot on the person's body where the person should be working, the other person should be working, <laughs> or they start contributing this energy, or they start with, or the horses start working on each other. If they start biting at each other, but they're biting at each other, you know, not like doing it as a cleaning or like playful way, but actually being this energy of Essie with it, um, which is really, it's just, it's kind of uncanny and odd. It doesn't really, you're like, ah, you know, it's like if I wasn't in the classes and didn't see this at multiple classes, I would kind of be like, okay, this is, you know, that was just coincidental or, or I'm making this up or anything. But there's like the one time I was in an SE class and a, a horse would walk over and it started, like they thought it was like biting at the blanket I had on, but it actually wasn't. It was, it was like right at my knee and it was trying to get the person to come work on my knee. 
It's like right here, work here. And there's so many times where we've had stuff like that occur in classes where the horses actually are pointing out to the people where they need to work or where there's wow. something going on with the body or where the energy is that the person's not seeing or whatever it is, you know. That's um, so cool. Oh, it's okay. so amazing. And it's just like, oh my gosh, you know, if ever, like you never would consider these animals anything less than brilliant when you watch this stuff go on. That's so cool. And actually, that reminded me of when I was in um, Conscious Horse class and we had this quite skittish horse. um, And there was like, you know, we're all sort of like splitting up into little groups to like work on the horse. And and it was like this really, he was big. (laughs) It was like a really big guy. Like, I think he was an ex racehorse and he was just like massive. And, um, and um, I just got this, I was actually in the class with my sister and um, she was like, oh, you go, you go work on that horse. And I just got, no, like, I was like, no, the horse wants you. <laughs> and she was like, oh, and as soon as she put her hands on the horse, like his whole, like his energy just really relaxed. And I, it's just like, and I used to think, like, I, I'll often go, oh, I can't really like telepathically communicate with animals, but I know that that was the horse telling me it's like no the, the energy of this of this one here this is what I want and mm. um and it really facilitated something and I was like oh that's really cool so you can really um uh you know like um uh, play with that sort of that telepathic communication that everyone thinks they don't have or isn't real and then you go mm-hmm. to a class like conscious Force <laughs> and you discover that actually <laughs> You're sometimes doing things that you uh, and you're like, why did I do that? And it's like, well, maybe you actually received information uh, from yeah. the horse. Yeah. Well, yeah. and the other thing is, I just from a bodywork perspective, that was one of the things I really began to realize in a mm-hmm. different way and acknowledge in a different way when I started working on. I would start doing this, and the horses would lean into it, or I would get this mm-hmm. sense this is where they wanted to touch, and I was like, how do I actually know this? where they wanted to be because I would be like oh, okay I want to go touch you know your hind or like right here or like you know what's what's it it's um the withers yeah mm. and I was like but how do I actually know this is where I should be touching you know and then like you would see their body start to relax or the horses would start to yawn or all these various different things would actually start showing up and I was like oh my gosh like they might not be able to verbally speak but that doesn't um, doesn't mean they're not very communicative. Yeah. Mm, and yeah. I would always love the, the movies, you know, like um, like Hildago or something where the horses are very expressive and mm. communicative <laughs> and just so smart. And you're like, they know what's going on more so than the person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's and it's just so amazing to go to these classes and actually to see how true and real that is. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, what do you mean you're not going for a ride? Come on, I'm going for a ride. It's like, mm-mm. Yeah. You're like, we're going for a ride. And it's like, mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and how, like, the more you use the tools, like, it, the stronger it gets. Like, just listening to these radio shows has been an amazing contribution for me and being part of them. Like, I, as a kid, I always wanted to do that Dr. Doolittle kind of thing and, you know, have that sense of communication. And I went to the barn the other day and 
this horse that I often ride, I was looking for him because I, I didn't see him in his stall. And, and then he came around the corner. He'd been out, out on a hack with, you know, somebody else. And I felt him go, hey, hey, I'm over here. And I was like, oh, hi. And it's just like, I was like, wow, it's actually happening. It's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> wow, you mean all that stuff we were aware of as kids is actually possible? Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. We can have that much fun. It really is. I have this burning question about, like, it keeps coming into my head about, like, horses that have been abused or like whether it's physically or, or whatever, like have you had them in your classes, Andrew, or? Yeah, we, I mean, in the, the SE extravaganza, we had, we had the one class, we actually had a bunch of horses that were therapy horses come or that were mm-hmm. like abandoned and that became therapy horses. Mm-hmm. And we had these two, oh my gosh, we had these two like little ponies or, mm-hmm. or were they ponies? No, I actually think they were donkeys. I take that back. They weren't ponies. They were donkeys. But they were just so cute. But they, they had been, you know, like there was just a, a couple animals in this class that really had a sense of neglect in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't know if you, you've worked on any, but they're a little bit timid. To, and some of them, if they've been physically, they really are timid to be yeah. physically touched. Yeah. And so we, like over the course, there was another one in the class that if I'm, thinking of the correct class that, that had been actually uh, physically abused. And so they have this sense of not wanting to be touched because, you know, they've just been hit so much or beaten, yeah. however. So, um, but yes, we worked on it. And it's actually amazing to see what changes with the horses uh, over the, the four days of the class or over the two days of the class of what you can change with the abuse and kind of the trauma that they've locked into their body. Yeah. Well, because I, I was really curious, because I've been, this, this site has been popping up a lot, the, uh, like the RSPCA site here in the UK, and they, they have like horses that you can adopt and stuff. And some of them are like, no, you can't ride this horse, because it's just been so traumatized that like, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm looking at these, and I'm like, is this true? Like, is this like, what's going on here? So it's yeah. cool to, to hear Well, and that. this is again, where you get, like, because you just start talking with the horse and working on it. It's not like I would ever try it. And just go put my hand on this horse to break yeah. the cycle of abuse. Because right. that's just actually not, that's just as a reusive in, in some cases. Mm-hmm. You know, part of the abuse is the neglect of that point of view and yeah. what it is, is they desire. Yeah. yeah. So if you, you just kind of like are there with the horse, be there with the horse, like, hey, like, you know, is everything okay? Like, can I contribute anything? And there's so many horses which is so funny because horses point of view is they're there for us. They're there to contribute yeah. to us. And one of the big things that, that I've seen in all the courses, the SE classes we've done with horses is they keep like, it takes them like a day or two days uh, most of the time, especially if they're brand new horses and they haven't kind of been exposed to any of the access or SE stuff or crunches first for them just to be willing to see, like to get that they don't have to do anything for us. Yeah. They're so willing to do and they're so like this is my job I'm here to take care of you like yeah don't worry like what do you need I can do it and then yeah. for them to have the space of like no no you don't have to do anything like we're just here to work on you and help your body and they're like yeah. huh 
And then by the fourth day, you're like, okay, I want you to work here. And then here, there was a couple yeah. months that were so stubborn at the start. Um, <laughs> I remember this, this, uh, this gelding, he was a, a very young gelding. And he was, he was like, I'm in charge, you know, and he was, he was really causing a little bit of difficulty in the pack because he was like trying to prove that he was in charge. And yeah. like the mares weren't having any of it and just trying to change <laughs> the structure. And by the yeah. fourth, and he was like, I don't want any of this work. I'm going to go over here, play around and like boss all that. And he was disrupting the class, you know, yeah. trying to get <laughs> the, the position and it yeah. show his dominance. And then by the fourth day, you see this horse and he's like, where are you going? Class isn't over. I still need to do this and this. <laughs> and, you know, and he's, it's just like this, puppy, you know, he turns into like this cuddly little horse by the Aww. fourth day. And you're like, what, what's going on here? You know, it's just amazing to see some of the stuff that can change. Yeah. And, so and, and speaking of that, I was just thinking about it. Like, Essie is great for working on scars and, like, scar tissue of horses and stuff. Oh, cool. There's so much stuff that it, 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 it just opens up. Because we don't think, like, these scars or when we get cut, it actually, you know, if it heals properly, then it, it's not that big of an issue. But it's still, you know, disrupting the fascial system. If you cut yeah. it and then it heals, it always doesn't heal yeah. Back to normal tissue. It always yeah. sometimes there's this tension or this tightness, and mm-hmm. and um, there's so many more horses like when they get the SE work and stuff, how their stride improves. Yeah. And it changes because all of a sudden they have more flexibility and more motion. And just you, you know, yeah. it's like if you have a sheet and you crumple it up a little bit, you know where the scar would be. You can't. Yeah. It can't be stretched as far, but all of a sudden, if if, if it's ironed out, you iron out the kink. Um, <laughs> it, exactly. You know, they have all this range of motion back that they didn't have before. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm also curious, like, with, with riders, because, I, like, I was out the other day, and the person that is my teacher, she was saying that because she, she rides, like, I don't know, however many days or hours a day, and, and just that, like, the tightness builds in her hips and her back and stuff like that. And I'm wondering, like, what you've seen with, with with riders that are like competitive or, or that ride a lot, like what, what changes with Essie when, when they're in a class? Mm-hmm. So what changes for the riders? Yeah. With having the horse. Well, I think they, the, the, one of the biggest thing is they notice that their horse is different and that just totally kind of blows them away. <laughs> yeah. Cause they're all That's of a sudden cool. like, wait, my horse was like this. What did you do to it? That's a different horse. Yeah. Um, so because we haven't had a lot of the times with with the SE work, we we advise not to have them ridden in a couple of days, you know, to okay. let the horses kind of settle in and rest and kind of get comfortable with their new body in a way. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you're 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 working on the fascial system and you're changing all these things, and so their bodies start to unwind and shift and change. They they can use a couple of days to kind of move around in their body and get kind of comfortable and reoriented with how yeah. it's working differently now. Mm-hmm. But the the horses that have come to the class, like after the class, is doing it. Like they they let their you know they bring their horse to get work done, and then they they're not in the class sometimes, and they're just amazed. They're like, wait, it's walking different, or it's it's um, striding differently, and mm. so that just alone because they're like, wait, how did this change? And just like <laughs> structural things, you know, that aren't supposed to change with with how the horse's body is changed. Yeah. There like I there was one that was its knees were 
were, um, that, well, I know that Susie's worked on a horse with a bow tendon and mm-hmm. got from that to change, which isn't wow. possible. No, it's not. Wow. Um, and then there was a horse with um, knocked the knees, I think, the, the knees were just going yeah. in more. And yeah. I mean, that, like, that's changed. And it's so funny. I was actually thinking of like other weird stuff that's not just SE, but you know, that's more conscious horse, conscious rider. And it was like Gary and Dane were out on the ranch and they have one horse that's, that's like Dane's horse. It kept looking like it was getting skinnier and skinnier, mm-hmm. and, but there was nothing physically wrong with it, but it just kept getting haggard. And Dane had another horse that died recently called Playboy that had cancer for mm-hmm. eight years. And that was really skinny by the end of it. And uh-huh. And both Gary and Dane looked at it, at the current horse, and they go. And Gary went, "Is Playboy in? Uh, I think it's in in this horse's body." And it, and they went, "Yeah." And they're like, "Oh my gosh!" Like so, the the other horse's entity was in this horse's body, huh. <laughs> like like hanging out. And so the horse's body was actually taking on the energy of what the other like this other horse's body was like before it died. Wow. Mm-hmm. And so they, they, you know, they're like talking to it, like, hey, you know, like, you know, getting it to, to move out of the body and stuff so the horse could have its body back. And it's just amazing huh. yeah. um, how much that changes and contributes to just the structure of the body without it actually even doing any physical kind of work. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, exactly. Yeah. Um, and, and Simone had been asking too, like, I'm not sure if you just, maybe the line crackled or something, but um, also that, I mean, like we were saying with Essie, you can use that on ride, you know, people who ride horses as well as the actual. Oh, yeah, horses. yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I was like, no <laughs> That's yeah, okay so, because everything you said was so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I, I was like totally, I'm so horses thing, but I'm like, oh, yeah. I, I mean, there's so much that can change for you, the rider, with your body, because just think, you know, where the areas you have tension, you're not totally relaxed into your ride. With you. And yeah. so the horse senses it, and you also sense it, so you're not able to really kind of move with the horse as easily. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so what he starts doing is unwinding these places of tension, and so you can kind of, it changes the way you can sit on them. Wow. That's super cool. And you, you know, so you have this a greater sense of relaxation and ease just with your body, you know. So yeah. whether that's going horseback riding or going for a run, and like I said, the same things can change with people as they do with horses. So, you know, your flexibility can increase. Like you can just notice you're walking different, you're moving different. Uh, and we've had so many, like just working. On, I was like, the list for people is really easy. I'm just like shoulders that aren't moving, and you get them moving, or or people don't have as much range of motion and all of a sudden th- their range of motion is back. Um, wow. Or just not being able to, to turn their neck as much. So yeah. in- increasing the range, I'm just kind of like, oh, it's just increasing range of motion. It's no big deal. <laughs> See that all the time. <laughs> not that cool. Yeah. Just changing your whole uh, body, you know, whatever. That's just not yeah. And, and, and I've had, yeah. And I've had so many people that, that, you know, they really talk about, they get up off the table after just like one hour session. They're like, oh, wow, I'm so lighter. I I feel lighter and taller with my body. Wow. Which is also, again, what I was talking about earlier with the fascial system, that it actually supports your weight of of the body. So if it's functioning properly, all of a sudden it's not weighed down. 
and you kind of move around with more ease. So it's not kind of dragging your body around, but you're just kind of gliding with gravity and with your surroundings. Huh. That's very cool. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, oh cool. Like, every time I'm like, oh, what else can we talk about? We end up having, like, it just yeah. keeps getting better and better. I'm so glad yeah. you came today. It was a brilliant idea. Yeah. Simone. Like, I really oh, have to give Simone all the credit for this. <laughs> like, can we get... Dr. Andrew on the show? I'm like, yeah, sure. Just don't yeah. tell Susie. No, just kidding. <laughs> we won't tell Susie. No, we won't tell. Um, <laughs> oh, awesome. Well, look, if, if there is any, um, like I like to sometimes ask if there's like one tool that you could give people out there who really would like to um, change something structurally with their horses specifically, what would you what would you invite them to uh or a tool you'd like give them just straight off the bat uh i I'd look into like going to the class like if you're really interested in it and I just like the easiest tool is to talk to your horse and ask it to change because there's so many times like I just looked at the horse and was like, "Okay, would you like to change this?" and it goes yes, and then you can be like, "Okay, what do you require?" Because you can talk to the horse and it knows, you know, it knows what body workers, like who would like to work on it or who wouldn't like to work on it. And if you ask the horse, it will show you in some weird, wacky way, you know? Cool. Oh, and you know what? And that reminds me, um, like I know when I was chatting to you before the show um, that you said you you had done Talk to the Animals as well. And so there's actually mm-hmm. a book, Talk to the Animals. Oh, yeah, that's a great place to start. It is, yeah, because it's got a lot of information about, you know, starting to actually have a conversation with the animals in your life, but it also has a number of of body processes. It doesn't have SE in it um, because it's like it has its own manual and thing. Yeah, but it does have some really, really good. um, Well, and there's a book club coming up with Susie. Oh, there is too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, she's done one lot, I think she did, for, like, the Southern Hemisphere time zones, and that yep. is one for, like, for you guys. And um, yep. I'm, not, I'm like, how would they find that? But if you, like, I'm sure if you just Googled, like, Susie Godsey and, like, talk to the animals, it would pop up. So just, you know, yep. we don't have a website for you. We're not that organized, but just Googleize <laughs> it, guys. It'll be there. Googleize um, it. I like that. Googleize it. <laughs> Um, so thank you, <laughs> thank you so much for coming on the show, Andrew, today, and Simone for the awesome questions and for everywhere this conversation has gone and for all the awesome, awesome stories. Um, so really, I, I guess my my big invitation for anyone would be, it's like if you have a horse or you want a different possibility with a horse, um, you know, it's and it's you think it's one of those impossible things well maybe it's actually not that impossible and maybe your ability to contribute to horse bodies is far greater than you'd ever considered um so yeah. i wonder what's possible now exactly yeah awesome well we'll we'll sign up for this week who knows what's happening next week but we'll i guess we'll find out later but uh thank yep. you for today Thank you for having me on. Thank you. Yay. See you all. Bye. 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 Thank you for enjoying today's show. We look forward to being with you next time when Horses Talk and We Listen.